So I have a question for you. Have you noticed this year's a little different when you're out and about shopping? I've noticed a tangible difference when I was greeting people um, at the checkout. And, and, you know, probably the last few years, maybe or maybe three or four years ago, everybody's really cautious about saying Merry Christmas because for some reason they didn't want to offend somebody. Like, what if they're, they're celebrating Hanukkah or what if they don't believe? And... But if you notice that this year, people want to say Merry Christmas. Have you noticed? I've noticed it. I, I very rarely have I got somebody that didn't want to. Like, I didn't initiate it. They just said Merry Christmas. It's almost like they were looking for something. They, they were looking for, like, our world is increasingly getting more challenging. And I think Christmas still offers hope. And they might not know it, but they realize that saying happy holidays does not offer any more hope. (laughs) Raising a glass for another good cheer does not produce hope. Another ugly sweater Christmas party does not produce hope. Let me tell you what. (laughs) But Jesus gives us hope and peace. Tonight, I'm just going to talk a little bit about peace, understanding why that he's been named our Prince of Peace. In Isaiah chapter 9, we have been going through this series and looking at the prophet Isaiah foretold who this Jesus would be, Emmanuel, God with us, this baby that would be born in a manger. And he says this, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. Where does peace come from? Where does peace come from? And and I've noticed a little bit as our culture and as our world continues to become more secular, becomes a little bit more distant from God, that peace begins to evade us. And what's happening is, as a culture, we're looking for peace in all the wrong places. And I truly believe that Jesus equates to peace. And I believe that when we are moving ourselves away as a culture, now you're here today and you're probably like, hey, you know what? I think Christmas Eve at least is important or at least I'm thinking that celebrating Jesus is important. But in our own lives, we find that when we get separated from God through Jesus, we find that our peace begins to evade us, begins to play a little hide-and-seek with us, right? And we're wondering, where is that peace? And, and unfortunately, the world will tell us, our culture will tell us, find peace in overeating, over-drinking, over-watching. Find peace in some way to somewhat either get your mind preoccupied or keep your, your feelings in check and, and somehow find peace in those places in And there is, I guarantee you, all it does is it keeps us chasing after peace. And this Christmas, I want us to understand where peace is found. I want you to leave here tonight realizing that peace is yours to be had. And you don't need to run far to find it because Jesus is running after you. 
I love this scripture. When the angels came to the shepherds and were making a statement, a proclamation, they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. Peace. Or another version says, with whom he is well, uh, has favor over. And it's interesting, we, we, we think about joy or peace as like somehow that it's just an emotion and we're pursuing peace and we're just like looking to go into the nice warm hot tub and we feel so good. Ooh, on a cold winter night, jumping into a hot tub, we feel good. Like, why are you using that analogy? Okay. If you've been around here, you realize I was given a hot tub this year and I love going in the hot tub on a cold night. Maybe you haven't experienced it, but there you go in there and you envelop that warmth. And you think that that's what it is. Like, I'm just looking for a feeling, but, but really what Jesus is doing, he's, he's pursuing us and he's looking not for a feeling, but he's looking for a relationship. And we're going to find peace when we find Jesus. We're going to find that peace when we connect with him in a relational way. This is not just about, hey, let's celebrate Christmas and let's do presents. It's in many ways, Christmas has become uh, an event where we exchange gifts and we do um, a lot of traditions, and those are great, but it's like we're throwing a party and then we forget that the guest of honor wants to be a part of our party. And Jesus really is our guest of honor, and, and we need to do something this year to recognize who he is and what he wants to do in our life. And remember, if you equate Jesus with peace, and our world continues to be in a very anxious place, our culture, the anxiety amongst our young people is all-time high. Why? A lot of factors, but I guarantee you, if our culture and if our families and if our relatives in our towns and our schools begin to approach ourselves coming back to Jesus, I guarantee there is going to be peace. Anxiety is going to go down. Depression is going to go down and peace will come and joy will come. This Christmas, would you just think about some of your traditions tomorrow. There's going to be gift opening. There might be stockings. There might be special meals. There might be travel to family and friends. But would I encourage you to find a way to keep Jesus in the middle of your festivities? You might just choose to say, hey, before you open up a gift, can you say one thing that you just really appreciate about Jesus? Maybe there's just like, before you open up your gifts, maybe you read the Christmas story from Luke chapter two. Maybe there's something of like, we're just gonna like, before we tear open the packages, we're gonna say, let's just all pray to really invite Jesus into the, the activities of our day because he is our peace. And as we've learned that he's our wonderful counselor, he's mighty God, he's everlasting father, he's our prince of peace, he wants to be our friend he wants to parent us, and he wants to provide the miraculous in our life. And those are all things that are for us, but he wants us to be close to him, to be in relationship with him. Not just celebrate a baby that was born 2,000 years ago, and, and oh, it's the Christmas time again, and we're just celebrating the holiday. We're just celebrating the season. See, I think when people are saying Merry Christmas today, 
what I'm hearing them saying is like, is there still hope in this world? Is there still peace in this world? Merry Christmas! I hope there is still something to that when we say Merry Christmas, that Christ Mass, that we are celebrating Jesus Christ on this wonderful, wonderful Christmas Eve. On a side note, how many people still do not have power? All the more that I want the, the peace of Christ in your life And you are here. You are here. And to all the family and friends who have lent out showers and hot meals, thank you so much. In the Gospel of John, it says this. John 14, 27. John 14, 27. I'm sure I'm right. Oh, yes, there he is. Peace I leave with you. These are Jesus' words. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives to you, I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. What I desire for you for this Christmas season is that you experience peace, that you experience Jesus. We have a lot of things that want to steal from us and to rob our peace. Can I tell you that that one of the major things today that I'm seeing is the amount of screen time that all of us are prone to have? How much time that we want to watch the sport, the movie, the story, the anything that scrolls and views and what have you, what have you. And really when Jesus is saying, hello, I'm here. I want to spend some time with you. And he wants to say, peace, I want to give to you. Peace, I want to give to you. Joy, I want to give to you. Favor, I want to bless you with. Remember the angel said, peace on earth, good goodwill to men, but on his favor that he rests upon it. And we can receive his favor when we keep him in relationship in our lives. And so maybe, maybe it's, it's less screen time and maybe it's more book time. Maybe it's, you know, less distraction and more like, Jesus, I just want to sit down and can we, can we get to know each other better? And then you find that this peace is restored to you. This peace is restored to you. Tomorrow, what are you going to do to allow his peace to rest upon you? You're going to realize that he is for you, not against you. There's no condemnation that is in Christ Jesus. And maybe you're here tonight and you're saying, you know, I've never experienced this peace before. I I still go to things that try to make me feel a certain way. And Jesus is saying, would you just come to me? Because I will give you rest. I will give you that peace and I'll give you that assurance and I'll give you that comfort because he is our wonderful counselor. He is our everlasting father. He is our mighty God, and he is our prince of peace. 
thank you so much for watching us online. We're so glad that you joined us. We trust that Jesus has spoken to your heart and you've been challenged by his word. If you'd like to know more information about Grace Capital Church, please visit us at gccnh.com. We'll see you next time.